please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Szymanski and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today we're going to be talking about networking and putting your voice into words through blogs and books with a networking guru named James Barber. And if you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner, I'm sure that you've heard this over and over again, that the best way to gain visibility and credibility for you and your business is to network. And in addition, we're going to add in another twist about writing your book or at the very least a regular blog to stay in touch with your people that you meet. So hopefully after today, you're going to be ready to take that next leap. So here I am, excited to introduce to you this week's guest, James Barber. He's a business consultant, trainer, motivational speaker, author, and owner of the Training of Champions in ICN Publications. He loves people, and he's passionate about helping business owners. Through motivational and keynote speeches, training, and writing books, his desire to make a lasting impression on the lives of those whom he is privileged to work with. James is also an area director at BNI Southeast and a chamber ambassador, and he's the best-selling author of the networking guru, Traits of Champion Networker. Networkers. He's working on a second book in the networking guru series, The Next Level. Welcome to the show, James. So good to have you on the show. Thank you, Kathleen. I'm excited to be here. Well, great. So, you know, you're sounds like you've been networking for quite some time now. So what promoted you to write the networking guru, Traits of a Champion Networker? Well, over my years of networking and actually growing a business to the place that I sold it uh, through uh, my networking connections, I saw so many business owners that failed. I have a um, man that I play racquetball with every Saturday. He's there. And this man put $250,000 of his own money into a business and all of his time, energy, and effort. And after a year, he failed, uh, Mm -hmm. or his business failed, not he failed, but his business failed. And as I would hear the stories of other people, and then I got to read statistics that 80% of businesses fail within the first five years, and of the 20% who make it, 90% 90% of those fail between years 5 and 10. I was like, you know, I've got to do something uh, to try to reach out and help the business community because there's many business books that are out here, and each of them kind of teach different principles. But I wanted to write something kind of like an Og Mandino book or uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World or like a book um, that uh, Bob Berg wrote, uh, uh 
and my mind just went blank on that book, but <laughs> we'll come go back. Giver, the Go Giver, yeah. that's it. Right. Everybody. And I wanted to write something in that vein where you tell a story and people get engaged in the story, but you're working in the principles that's going to help their business because I, I didn't want to write a book just to sell a book. And I tell people often when I speak, you can't buy this book unless you're going to read it because I don't, I don't need to sell a book. I need you to be successful in business. And that, you know, that's, you know, James, I have never met you in person. I know you, you know, only through uh, some online channels that we're both associated with. But, you know, that's one thing that I do see about you that you are really concerned about helping other people succeed and that you've been very generous uh, to many that I know within this one community that we're involved in that 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 is something that that you do. So, um, well, in this, in your in your book, The Networking Guru, Traits of a Champion Networker, you talk about six major concepts. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to have time to go into all six of those because we have so much that we want to cover today. But let's try to at least uh, talk about a couple of them. So um, what would you say is uh, one of the major concepts that we should know about? Whenever people um, go to networking is the most cost effective way to grow a business by far. It's mm-hmm. just it's just amazing how that you build this network of people around you and that when you build that network, they will go out and become your sales force. Now what I like, I personally, as a business owner, there's there's many, many benefits to building a network around you. But one of the biggest benefits that I personally enjoyed was that I didn't have to pay half of their social security and I didn't have to provide them a car and a cell phone <laughs> and vacation. Yeah, I and simply- that's and that's true. I mean one of the things that I uh, noticed that when um, you know, even you, I I realized that we had six degrees of separation, if you will. I would have never met you if I had not been involved in networking. Never. And and uh, and 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 it's a privilege of mine because um, getting to connect with you and and of course, if somebody would have told me fifteen years ago, well, Ivan Meisner the founder of BNI would write the forward for your book one day, I'd be like, number one, I'm not writing a book. And number two, I don't even know who Ivan Meisner is. Right. And Ivan Meisner is phenomenal. I mean, Mike right. Macedonio, I mean, some of, the, some of the guests that you've had on your program are amazing, just as you are amazing. Well, but thank you. When I, when I go to networking meetings, so many times people, they don't maximize when they're talking to other people, because many of the networking meetings, you'll have 30 seconds or you'll have 60 seconds to stand up and talk a little bit about what you do and educate people in the room, but people fail to ask for what they really want. Um, Like, for example, sometimes people, uh, maybe a Mary Kay representative, she may stand up, and I've heard this one many times, but a Mary Kay representative will stand up and say, you know what, I want, I want to be introduced to anybody with skin. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I've got an eight-year-old grandson, and he's right. got plenty of skin, but he has no money because he don't have a job. 
Right. Yeah. And just for, for our listeners around the world, Mary Kay, by the way, I'm not sure if that is an international group. It's a skincare line um, predominantly for women. But, okay, go ahead, James. Yeah. And, and, and so so it's amazing instead of, uh, you know, like somebody saying, I want to be introduced to, uh, you know, Joe Smuckatel's Realty Company because I am a remodeler. And I'd like to get in uh, that community with property managers, and that's the person I'd like to be introduced to. They they won't even say that. They'll just get up and, and they'll say, "My name is my company name is we do this and and my name is and sit mm-hmm. down." And people, mm-hmm. many times, people want to help other people with uh, passing referrals, but when you don't ask. And you don't tell people what you want and what you need. People don't know what to look for for you. And so that is so underutilized. But having an effective elevator speech or some people call it a a weekly presentation or, uh, you know, there's, there's many names that it goes by. But whatever name you call it, when you talk to people and you have a chance to stand up in front of the room for 30 to 60 seconds, make sure you educate people on who you're looking for. Right, because it is a brief encounter, and I, you know, the, you know, I think you you hit it spot on about the education piece, and you know, but it it can be, you know, let's face it, it it can be very intimidating for for some people. Now, again, I just know you, you know, uh, through through online portals at this point, but I would only presume since you've been networking so long and and have a book and all of that, um, based on principles of networking that. You and I'm not really even sure if you're shy or not shy. I'm not particularly shy, so I could walk into a room of people and somehow I would find somebody within seconds, if not minutes, of walking into a room. I do not know one person, and I can connect with somebody because I am not a shy person. But there are people who who are. So you know, it's not only you know just the education piece and telling them what they want is you know really even walking into a room of people that you don't really feel comfortable with even, that's something that I think people um, are intimidated about about networking. Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, some people, they, um, I've heard Ivan say this, it's networking, it's not net sitting, and, and mm-hmm. I've added to that some, it's not net sitting, net eating, not net standing in the corner by yourself and not talking to anybody if you if you're going to be in business you got to learn to talk to people i mean it's it's just that simple and i know it's one of the biggest fears that people have some people would rather be in the casket than give right. the eulogy over right. the casket and right. and i understand that but but still if you follow a, a formula of Telling people what you want and being specific because this is what I found out. Light that is focused can do surgery. And if people will focus on on their presentation when they're at a meeting, it is so, so powerful. And, and I used to do all kind of um, – I would do crazy stuff with my presentations. I, I would sing them sometime and uh, people – told me i've heard of you never met me before i've heard of you i've heard of you because i do something that would stand out from the crowd when it comes to my presentations 
Right. And, you know, and again, it's, you know, your personality type will allow you, you to do that. And there, you know, obviously there's other places besides networking to learn how to, you know, find out, you know, ways to communicate like Toastmasters. And um, there's, there's several organizations out there that will help break some of those barriers down for you. But I think that it's really important to, to realize that as James is saying, that there are formulas and, you know, even, you know, here's, here's one that I I use all the time is ask ask somebody about them versus telling about yourself. And that's such a easy way to icebreak into a conversation that is a little bit more um, easy on on yourself when you put the focus off of you and put it on somebody else. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah. If you're if you're just meeting and this is what I teach people, I teach people to engage in conversation and when you're talking to somebody and you meet them not not getting up and giving a uh, elevator speech in front of a you know 30 40 50 people but when you just meet somebody you can ask, there's questions Bob Berg is great at you know putting them in in some of his books but he'll one of the questions that he loves to use and I do too what do you enjoy most about what you do there you go and because it's not like well, what do you do? Right. Well, you know, I, I do HVAC, or I'm a business coach, or I'm a. No, what mm-hmm. do you enjoy most about what you do? And then they'll gauge in conversation, right. and most of the time they will reciprocate that. But what I teach people to do, instead of telling what you do, give a benefit of what you do. Like with with the business training, somebody asked me what I do, and I'm just meeting them for the first time. I'll just say, I take. Uh, I help take business owners from surviving to thriving. Very good. Yeah. And then if they want to know more, then we get more of a longer conversation. Right. Well, for for some of our listeners, we do, we really actually just have a few more seconds uh, before we go to break. But where are you calling in from today, James? I am in Marietta, Georgia. Marietta, Georgia. So, um, for I, I think for some of our listeners, the the accent that you have, or, or the accent that that I have, <laughs> is a little bit different. You're from the the south, and and so it's a it's very nice to to have have you on the show today for sure. So, anyway, we're going to take a really short break, but I first would like to really thank my sponsor, the ENV Organizers. They're a reliable organizing firm. They're insured and bonded. I personally use them for my own organizing needs. And to learn more about ENB Organizers, you can click on the banner or go to enborganizers.com. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. When we come back, I'll be chatting with James Barber. We're going to be talking more about uh, networking, of course, but we're also going to transition a little bit into writing your blog or book and networking your way to the top. We'll be back soon. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. 
We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology Reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. We're joined today by James Barber, and we're talking about taking steps to write your blog or your book and networking your way to the top. So be, before we went to break, we were, were talking about your book, Networking Guru, Guru. And so could you give us another concept that our listeners can benefit from that book? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the Probably the second most important concept in the book is you need to have the right kind of people in your life. Uh, Ivan Meisner uh, co-wrote a book called Who's in Your Room? And it's, it is um, the, the same basic concept with this is that most of the business that a person will receive is going to come from someone that is in their same realm of what they do. And I'll give you an example. Uh, an, an HVAC company, well, they're going to call on the same customers as a plumber and a painter and a pest control person and people like that. A dentist is going to get most of his business that's referred to him from a general practitioner, a massage therapist, a chiropractor, somebody that sells health supplements. So if you are networking with people and you're not really receiving any return on your investment. You're showing up to meetings, but you're not really seeing where any business is coming your way. It's probably because you have the wrong people in the room and you need to invite the right people in the room. And, and that actually happened to me when I first started networking because I, I erroneously thought when I started my business, since I had all my certific- certificates and and that my my you know, phone would be ringing off the hook. Well, then I realized that I needed to do something different. And, and luckily, I chose early in the game to start networking. And But I, I really did uh, look at a few groups and 
immediately I knew they were not the worth my, worth my time and investment, and they're still, you know, very very good groups. They just didn't feed into my business, or could I really even help them? It was it was it, there was no reciprocation whatsoever within that group that I looked at um, originally. But I thought, well, you know, because I'm I'm very close to San Francisco, so I thought, oh, if I go over to San Francisco, it's a bigger group. Well, not so, not so. So that's a very very good tip is that you know once you get involved into a group make sure that it's the right group for you and but you have to also give it time you know I yes, mean, if you know if you know immediately it's not a good fit it's not a good fit but after you've joined you know really you know get involved and and see where you can take it for sure so what what tips do you offer new business owners um through your coaching too many times when people start a business they try to be the Walmart of the world. They um, let's let's go back with our example. Let's just say we got a plumber. Mm-hmm. So he's he's probably good at installing pipes or installing a sink or a bathtub, putting running a drain line. He's probably really good at all that kind of stuff. And when somebody first starts out, usually especially in the trades. They've worked for somebody, they've learned it, and they're like, okay, well, I'll start my own. But the thing is, is you've got to learn how to market your business. Mm -hmm. And you can be the best plumber. I mean, you can be plum good, as we'd say here in Georgia, (laughs) at being a plumber. But I'm just going to tell you, if you don't know anything about marketing, you're not going to have a business. If you you don't know anything about payroll and you go out there and you mess your taxes up, you're going to be in major trouble uh, with the, the tax authorities. And you go out there and you don't pay somebody or you, well, I didn't know I had to have workman's comp and somebody gets hurt on the job and and here you are, you're out thousands of dollars. I mean, it, but too many times people think that they can do everything themselves. I'm here to tell you, folks, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody is Walmart out here when it comes to business. And, and, and you got to look, look at even Walmart. Walmart gets stuff from all over the place. And that's what we have to do. There's a book um, that was introduced um, to to me uh, one time. It was called, and and I cannot remember the 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 um, author of the book, but it's a phenomenal book called Strengths Finder. And too many times, people, even when we're growing up in school, they'll say, "You gotta you gotta work on your weaknesses. You're not good at math." But you're great at English. You gotta work on that math. Well, this book teaches a different principle. Do what you're good at doing, and let somebody else do what you're not good at doing. So don't try to be a one-man rodeo, a one-man band. And uh, and, and I'm gonna tell you, being a one-man band can be tough. Don't do it. Right. Is strength help. is strength strength finder by Tom Rath? Is that the the author? Tom that Rath. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Strength finder. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just for our listeners, if they want to, you know, find that book, it's oh, I highly recommend. Strengths finder by Tom Rath. And you have to do a test in there, and it rates you on what you are, and gives you your strengths and your weaknesses. And I'm gonna tell you what, when I took my test, boy, it nailed it. 
as we would say, it nailed my hide to the wall. It got me 100% right. <laughs> uh, you know, James, I am just loving this interview because there are some some colloquialisms, the, the sayings that you say in the South that I don't think I've ever heard even myself. So, and I'm an American, but it's 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 fun interviewing you. So, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna find out what our strengths are, and then surround um, yourself by by people that can help build your network. Is there anything else that you would recommend? Well, those are those are the 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 main the main things is mm-hmm. is don't try to do it all yourself, and surround surround yourself with people who can help you because I guarantee you, inside if you develop the right network, there will be people out there, and another key is get yourself a mentor. Um, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Um, don't. I, I, rem, I remember growing up, you know, my mama would, would say, son, I've already been down the road a day or two, and you don't have to try to, I've already made those mistakes, son. You don't have to try to make the same mistakes that I made. Right. Well, there's no sense in as a business owner, you trying to make the same mistakes that other people's already made. When you go into business, go ask some people. Most people... Um, that, that I know, they'll sit down and, and they'll, they'll impart some knowledge to you. You might buy them a lunch or something or give them a gift card or something, but, but get you a mentor that'll help you walk through life. I mean, it, it's, so, it's so powerful. And, and the whole Networking Guru series is based upon uh, the uh, young man didn't know what he, what he needed to do. He was like me and you both, Kathleen. He thought, hey, I opened my business. Man, I'm the best at what I do. Man, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. And man, I'm going to get this thing going. And in six months, he thought he was going to close up shop because nobody was coming in like he thought they were. And so he gets with a guy that really takes him under his wing to help mentor him. Kathleen, that is huge. Yeah, it is. And, and, uh, you know, I know you've experienced some of these things yourself, you just said. So would you say that that was the the tipping point for you is when you got a mentor? Uh, yes, ma'am. And and what made me want to, some people are scared to ask for help, but I've never been bashful about asking for help. And um, uh, my, my mom and dad, um, my dad never was around. Okay, I'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so I always longed for s- somebody who would take me under their wing and help me. And so that's what I've tried to do with others. That's when I got a burning passion. Because Kathleen, I'm gonna tell you this: if you ever see a turtle on a fence post, you know it didn't get there by itself. <laughs> that is true. I don't know if I've ever seen one, but again, maybe that's a little antic that they do in the South. But um, that is that's very true. You're never going to see one on a on a fence post. That that is a, a James Barberism. There you go. <laughs> okay, we we got a couple minutes. I want to dive into. I want to transition a little bit into this writing um, aspect of being visible in your business. So, if somebody did want to start writing a blog, how did they find topics? Well, find if you're going to write a blog, find okay. Number one, what's important to you in a blog? I mean, it's not a scholarly work. You don't have to. 
I mean, you could get out there and use fancy words that nobody understands unless you got a doctorate degree in etymology. I mean, you could use words like perspicacious and and uh, stuff like that. You could even use a 50-cent word like cattywampus, which is in the dictionary, by the way. But <laughs> nobody nobody's going to understand that stuff. You don't right. just talk in everyday language and what's important to you if you're having struggles, if you're having an issue. And then when you talk to other people, I was talking to somebody one time, and, uh, and they just told me about an issue that they, they were having. I said, that's a great blog topic. So I just went and got on my computer, and I wrote a blog, and I found a picture that kind of matched uh, that blog. And all it is is you're just putting out stuff that, that uh, you know, people, they really need to read, and it'll help them if, if they read it. Like, Kathleen, check this out. This was so powerful. And if I need to, and if I, you need to cut me off because I know we're up against a break, I'll, I'll bring it back. But I went one time, we was going on a trip to the mountains, and we stopped off, and I went in the restroom, and I got, some, I got one of the biggest inspirational pieces. It was a picture hanging up in the men's bathroom and said this. It had a, a sailboat on the water, and it said, an opt- our pessimist says the wind is blowing. A pes- an optimist says that the wind will change, but a leader simply adjusts the sail. I said, my word, that is so powerful. Nope. And it came right out of the bathroom. I mean, it, <laughs> it, you know, so I wrote a blog about it. <laughs> oh, James, you're precious. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be listening to people's problems or inspirations on our road trips. Um, so uh, we have time for for maybe one other idea about the uh, a blog topic. What would you say would be a, another one we could check out? Well, when you read, I, I went to a um, a conference uh, here. I don't know a year and a half or so ago, and they they said uh, when you write a blog, you need. It used to be that you would go 80% quoting somebody else's work and making a comment mm-hmm. and 20% your own. And then now it had flipped to 80% your own and occasionally somebody else a, com- uh, uh, a comment on yours. But when you read other people's blogs, be a reader. When you read other people's blogs, if it's powerful, just turn around and and share it and make a few comments. Just make sure you give that person the credit for it because you don't want to plagiarize anybody, and because um, that, that that's that's not real good, and you can get in a lot of trouble doing that. But as long as you give somebody credit, that there's there's times that I've um, we've got a we've got Tim Wilhart. Uh, friend of mine from Tennessee, I'll just tell him, I say, man, you wrote such a good blog the other day. I shared it with everybody who reads mine. Man, that's powerful. And I'll just make a comment. Hey, Tim wrote this blog. I wanted to share it with you. Um, Ivan Meisner has written some fabulous blogs. The, the one that I love the most that's powerful as far as business is when he talked about, are you working in your flame or are you working in your wax? I said, Ivan, that's brilliant. I got to share it, man. I got to share it. And I need to share some word from our sponsors. So we're going to be taking a short break. Shortly, we'll be back with James Barber, and we're going to talk more about blogging and writing your book.
Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. I hope you enjoyed that last segment. I had a lot of fun with networking guru James Barber. But before we go on with our interview, James, we've got a caller. We have David Alexander from Atlanta on the phone. Are you there, James? David? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for calling in. While we were on break, I saw this your question um, as a caller to come in. And uh, James shared with me that you are the co-author of the second edition that's about to come out soon of Networking Like a Pro with Dr. Ivan Meisner. So I'm very honored that you called in today. (laughs) Pleasure's all mine. I'm I'm happy happy to be a part of your show today. Well, thanks. So um, do you have a question for James? I do, actually. You know, I've known James a long time, and he is uh, somebody who really uh, walks the talk, you know, meaning he, he, he does what he says, he follows through. And one of the things that he has always said to me through all the years that I've known him is that you, you got to help other people. You got to, um, you got to reach out. You got to be present. You got to be, uh, helpful when people need something. Um, you know, and this really goes, you know, back to kind of a premise of an organization I'm a part of, uh, called BNI. It talks about givers mm-hmm. gain. And I think James's journey has been uh, really amazing, and, it, and he's had an amazing journey in his life, uh, to a large part 
due to him living that philosophy of just being available to help people out. So I'd love for him to speak to that. He spoke to me powerfully over the years. Uh, I'd love to hear him share it with the world. There you go, James. It's all yours. Well, David, you know I love you and Kim and your mama, Jean. I mean, I, I love you all so much. Thank you for calling in. It... Um, I started out, and and when I got involved with networking, I was a one-man operator just trying to live the dream of having my own business. But Kathleen, when I sat through, we have a what's called a membership success program, and when I sat through that program, the man told me that was teaching, he said, if you will, you know, meet with people outside of BNI and you will learn to pass referrals and you'll learn to invite people. Uh, He said, you'll be successful. And I was like, okay, well, you gave me the game plan. I just got to follow the game plan and, and uh, I can do that. And so, so I did. And Kathleen, I was um, in BNI and I was there just a little bit of time. And they said, do you want to be an ambassador? And I said, I don't know. What do they do? (laughs) <laughs> and so I I went to the ambassador training, and when I read the requirements for what an ambassador is supposed to be, I closed the book and I slid it across the table and said, I don't qualify, um, you know, for this program. And they told me, said, you're the exception because you get it. And I was like, and I didn't feel like the exception. I just felt like I was a hungry business owner. And I was trying to learn as much as I could about growing my business through networking. And it has been a successful journey. If if somebody would have told me, you know, like I said, 15 years ago, Kathleen, I'd have never met you. I, I met you. I love you, Kathleen. I love, I love your family. I love your story. Uh, I can't wait till your book comes out about your story, but uh, I would have never met all these people if the doors hadn't opened and and it's it's powerful. I mean, you you network and you just like Ivan writes in uh, 29% solution, six degrees of separation from anybody. And he said there's only 29% of the people in the world that's that way. I feel, Kathleen, that I am. I am one of that, I belong in that 29% because I feel like I have enough connections that I can call upon somebody that will know the next person that will get me to who I want to talk to. Powerful, powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. And thank you for spreading the love. And and David, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. And I admire your work. And hopefully we can have you on the guest one day um, soon too, okay? (laughs) Sounds great, Kathleen. I'd love to. Have a great afternoon. You too. And and James, we have another caller here waiting in line. We have Sandy from Georgia. Sandy, are you still there? Yes, I am. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. Do you have a uh, question for James? Well, first, I'd like to mention that my husband and I, we've known James for, I want to say, approximately 20 years, James. And I have to say, we are truly, truly blessed to have that man in our life. (laughs) Um, He's been a mentor and a sounding board uh, for my husband and and for me as, you know, we're striving to grow our pest control business. Um, I can honestly say his suggestions, his ideas with regard to networking 
have really just been instrumental in the success of our business. And James knows we continuously look to him for his opinions and his support at every opportunity. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed reading The Networking Guru, and I have to say it's a must-read. Folks, if you're out there, it's a must-read for any business owner, whether you're large or small. I read the book. I purchased it for my sister-in-law, who is she's a fairly new business owner out in New York, and she said that the ideas and the concepts helped her immensely. Um, so James, great. I'm not sure if you already mentioned this, but I was wondering when your second book is going to be available, buddy. Uh, well, well, Sandy, you know I love you and Jeff and Jeffrey, and um, y'all, j- y'all just some. Uh, uh, you're you're just good people. Thank you for calling in. Um, I just got the book back. I, I use two editors. Once I write a rough draft, I, I send it off to the editor. And I just got it back from the first editor, and um, and so I'm getting ready to probably next week send it off to the second editor. So I'm hoping that we have it uh, on the market by the end of the year. Okay, great, because I know you're probably sick of me asking you, but I've asked you that a couple of times because <laughs> you know that I need for you to put several copies aside for me that I can purchase. Because my sister-in-law is chomping at the bit, just like me and Jeff are to read the second book. And I've got a, 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 actually, my neighbor's husband is starting his own business, and I'd like to share that with him and um, to see, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll help him. By the way, I love reading the blogs on your website, so be sure to keep them coming, okay? All right. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for calling you in, know, Sandy. Thank so, you. Okay. Take care, James. Bye, Kathleen. Bye, Sandy. Thanks so much. So, okay, well, we had we had a couple of great questions uh, come in, and so th- that kind of leads me to a question about the writing process. Since you, you know, Sandy did talk about you know the you know your book, and you had talked about you know the, some of the process that you go through in writing the book. So, you know, kind of from the start, where where do you start off, and then you know, what's the, what's the what's the kind of the the timeline of getting a book from from start to finish what do you do okay well well what i do is i'll I'll take and i'll um and i have to discipline myself because if if i don't discipline myself to do it i i can make excuses i mean and and um just like anybody else. I mean, even though I, I enjoy what I do, I can I can make as, as big as excuses as anybody else. So what I do is I discipline myself and I say, okay, for the next, and I'll set aside, say next two months, you're going to spend 30 minutes a day, seven days a week, and you're going to write. Now, some people, they do it a little differently than that. You know, they may, they may do something different. But, but I'll, just, I'll just get that rough draft finished. And then when I finish the rough draft, then um, I'll, I'll read back through it. I'll let my wife read through it. And we probably go through it four or five times once the rough draft is finished. And then I'll send it off to the first editor because I, I like to use two editors and, and not just one. But, but I'll send it off to that first editor. They'll correct any grammar mistakes and that sort of thing. And then I'll go back through it looking for the content, seeing if that's the way I really want to tell that story. And, um, and then when I get it back from them, um, I'll send it out usually 
to my last editor, and um, I'll take in, once I get it back from the last editor, I'll let a handful of people read it who I got a lot of confidence in, like David Alexander. His mama was an English teacher in high school. She's phenomenal. And so I'll let people like that read it and give me any suggestions of of, uh, because i want to make sure the book flows and that people will read it and then when it's when that's finished then i send it off to the publisher and uh and we just take it from there got it james we actually have derek on the phone from georgia as well derek are you still there derek might uh i don't know Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll maybe he'll call back. So, so anyways, so your process is about writing a rough draft, and then it sounds like you go through many filters of a of the editing process before you actually send it to a publisher. And I think that's one of the things that people um, don't realize that when you are writing it, you know, it's very different writing a blog, like you pointed out earlier that, you know, it's not rocket science. It's just getting your thoughts out and maybe some emotion and, 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 and that onto, you know, a digital form for people to get to know you, but taking it a, a step further and getting it into a book form that's where it takes a little bit more discipline, as you said, and then um, getting getting through several edits. I just um, submitted a chapter, and it wasn't even a full book, just a chapter, and I was surprised that it went through five edits before it went to the publisher, which it's now in that form right now. But um, So another question that I, I want to ask you before we go to break is how much time should one spend you know what, Derek just came back. Let's take his call, and then we'll t- we'll talk about that after break. So, Derek, are you are you back? I am. Hi, Derek. Thanks for calling in today. Do you have a question for James? Yes. Hey, um, I was curious about the book, The Network Guru. How'd you come up with the title? Uh, Derek, that is an excellent question, my friend. Um, Guru is kind of the Mac Daddy. He is the uh, he he's the guy that knows it backwards and forward. And so I was like, okay, well, I built my business through networking, uh-huh. and I've learned from many many people. I mean, I there's so many people I can name: Ivan Meisner, and Bob Berg, and Mike Macedonio, and and uh, Robert Mitchell, and. I mean, there there's so many people, Kathy Barberi, Mike Barberi, Gene Alexander. I mean, there's a, so many people I can name that I learned many things from. And uh, it kind of, they deposited things into my life. And so I was like, okay, well, what if there was somebody that really was the guru out here? I mean, he was just the best of the best. And um, and he he really understand understood this networking, and so I created this fictional character called the networking guru. And in the book, it's Tim. Um, so that's that's kind of where it come from. Uh, Derek, I appreciate you calling in, man. Asking, I love you and your wife. You know that, man. <laughs> Thanks for. Thanks for calling in, uh, Derek. We appreciate your time today. So um, James is going to give us a couple of tips on how to promote your blog or book. uh, And then I will also have my weekly business feng shui astrology or timing tips. So you may want to grab a piece of paper to jot jot down your action steps while we take this quick break. Don't go away.
highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zamansky, and my guest today is James Barber. And I, you know, I was just thinking over the break, I didn't really share this with you, James, but I believe if everyone had the same mentality and was such full of gratitude and love like you are, we would not have the contentious world in which we live in today. So I'm just putting that out there. More people need to pick up from the manners of the South. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so um, before we had our last call, I wanted to ask you about how much time someone should spend about on writing and, and how often should someone write if they really wanted to do this what what would you what would you say uh, people have varying thoughts on this but I've talked to people many many authors and some, some and many of them will do this they will set a certain word count every day I'm going to write a certain number of words or every week I'm going to write a certain number of words. With me, word count didn't work. I had to sit down and say, I'm going to do 30 minutes a day, every day. I'm not going to be distracted or interrupted. I'm not answering the phone. I'm not checking my email. I'm not getting on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm going to focus on writing for 30 minutes a day, every day. And if somebody will do that, you can you can write the rough draft of a book once you get your basic content, you know, table of contents of what you want to discuss in your book. You can do you can 
uh, write a 300-page book in a month to two-month period of time if you'll just be disciplined and do it. Mm, that's the key is the discipline. So, um, all right. So, but now let's say we've gotten through the writing process. We've actually published it or you're right on the cusp of publishing it. Uh, it's now time to promote your book. So, you know, we just have a few minutes on this one. So what would you say is ways that have worked for you and would work for others as well to promote a book? Um, Jack Canfield, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, I read this in Masters of Sales by Don Morgan and Ivan Meisner, where he said he was rejected by, uh, I want to say, somewhere around 80 publishers. And when somebody finally picked it up, they didn't really promote his book because the publishers don't really promote your book. The person who promotes it is you. But he talked to several people. What do I need to do to promote this book, Chicken Soup for the Soul? He felt like he had something that everybody needed to read. And a man told him, said, Jack, I don't care how big the tree is out there. If you'll take an axe and you'll hit that tree in the same spot five times every day, you'll eventually take that tree down. And so he implemented his rule of five. And so I would say... Do something similar to that. Do radio interviews. Um, many times newspapers will, they, they, they need articles to write and they want to talk about lo- local people or, or people who's written a book and and um, get on Facebook and tell people about your book and uh, LinkedIn, tell people about your book. Uh, have Talk to get your network involved if you'll get your network involved like one of the big my biggest supporters is a guy he don't live anywhere near me he lives in misery or missouri rather yeah um but sorry uh, sorry, sorry robert uh, that just kind of come out but but he lives in missouri but he's a good friend of mine and i saw him at a conference back in april he got my book over a year ago and he said, James, I, you know, I, I I got it and stuff, you know, but I just put it on the shelf. I didn't read it. He said, James, your book ought to be required reading for everybody. So mm-hmm. guess what? You know what he's doing? He's telling everybody that has a business, you need to buy this book. And so it, it you can, James. You know, I'm gonna, uh, James. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna need you to finish that thought real quick, okay? And and so you you do that for other people, and we know what we sow is what we reap. So you promote other people, and other people will promote you. Thank you, James. And James actually is um, offering a free chapter to his book, The Networking Guru. And you can find that chapter by going to networking-guru.com. That's N-E-T-W-O-R-K-I-N-G-G-U-R-U.com. James, thank you so much. We're really sh- running short on time here. So I'm going to have to say say so long for you for, for right now. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Kate. Kathleen, I love you. Thank you. So now it's time for my weekly business feng shui and timing tips. So we talked about the topic of finding, uh, you know, that ever important element of running your business, and that's visibility and credibility through networking and writing. So writing can position you as an expert in your field, but nonetheless, it may seem like a daunting task to begin. So I hear a lot of my clients complain that they don't have enough time in general, let alone to write. And I understand that phase very well. 
Michael Altshuler said, the bad news is timing flies. The good news is you're the pilot. So this is how I'd like to help you today is to be your pilot of your journey. So, you know, time can be your friend or your worst enemy. And if you really do choose to get, you know, something done, you really have the choice of, you know, making those decisions. And only you say yes to things that are on your calendar. So you got to remember that. So I know it's hard to say no to things like, an enticing new group to join or a child's fifth activity in the week that you need to attend or even a community effort that you feel that is going to help other people. But you also have to think of yourself and all of the great things you can bring to the world by choosing that decision. So if, if you're saying yes to something, you just really question, is it is it putting you closer to your goal or not? So, and this is where the Time Blazer business management system system can come to the rescue. So I created the Time Blazer. It's a timing system. It's a little bit more than that, but it's based on the Chinese calendar to help a business owner maximize their time and their business activities so that you can have a competitive edge. So since we're talking about writing, what you might want to do is download the Time Blazer month at a glance. I'm going to give you that URL in just a minute, but there's 12 different types of days you can choose from. But what I would suggest if you're beginning a new project, you're going to use something like an initiate day or a success day or an established day or a stable day. These are all good days to begin writing a blog or that book if you've been stalling on it especially. The Time Blazer is a complete system, but I I just want you for right now to get that free month at a glance and you can get that at bit.ly forward slash month at a glance and that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash all lowercase here free month at a glance to receive that monthly copy. So once you get it and you download it, just look for the green and yellow days. And then again, look for those initiate success, establish or stable days to begin your work. So in addition, I also recorded a video last week and we are now in this fire monkey month of a fire monkey year. So between now and September 6, 2016, we are looking at that, that sort of contentious time of of uh, the year. So you can find that at YouTube, Kathleen Zemanski, and just look for the episode, What's Up with the Monkey Now? Or What's That Monkey Up to Now? Excuse me. So that's it for today. I'd like to thank all of you for listening around the world. Tune in next week for another exciting episode on Illuminating Feng Shui. We're going to be chatting with Elise Kay, CEO and founder of Bloom Bras, and how to successfully launch a product. This woman is fantastic on helping people launch their products. Until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by Estate and Business Organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace.